This week on You Should Be Watching, we talk about the Justice League Snyder Cut. It's real and it's coming to HBO Max in 2021. Speaking of HBO Max, what is it? We explain the new streaming service. Also, we tell you what shows and movies to watch at launch. That's all this week on You Should Be Watching. Welcome to a new episode of You Should Be Watching. I'm joined again by my crew. We've got Greg and Ryan here. Hey guys, how's it going? What's up? It's Hello. going well. Good to see you guys yeah, again. So, yeah, good to see you too. We just had a three-day weekend. Um, the three of us got to play some Mario Kart, so that yes. was fun. Um, Ryan's been pretty aggressive. <laughs> I didn't get last place. <laughs> We're just that's talking all, about that. <laughs> that's, that's the silver line. I did not get last place all the time. <laughs> that's right. A couple times, a couple times I get right. fifth place, but You're getting, getting better, better. man. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, so we did that. Uh, we, you know, we had a three-day weekend. It's it's just weird because like it's we're all sheltered in place still. Like so, it's like what do you do during a three-day weekend, right? So how did you guys spend your weekends? It's like did you go outside or not? That's pretty much <laughs> how yeah. your weekend goes. Yeah. We went out for a minute, but that's we didn't go out for too long because we're close to it. We're in SF, so. Um, uh, not Frisco or not San Fran. We're in <laughs> SF um, at the moment. Get it right, uh, people. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's super hot. It's getting hot everywhere right now. I know that much. Uh, yeah, we're out, we're and and we're a city that's not really prepared for heat. Nobody has air conditioning. Like we yeah. were all just talking about how we miss the office for the fact that it had air conditioning. Um, I know <laughs> none of us have any, so <laughs> we're kind of struggling with that. But it's all right. <laughs> Ryan, how was your three day weekend? Mine was good. You can hear my puppy Finn barking in the background. Uh, he. He finally ha he finished all of his shots, his three rounds of shots. So now we can actually Aww. take him on small walks, you know, go outside to little areas around the house. And um, he, he actually doesn't like last really long because he's kind of like, there he is right now in the shot. He's, uh, <laughs> he gets kind of scared and tired. <laughs> and then halfway through, he'll just like bark at me and, and want me to carry him the rest of the way. So, you know, Aww. it's a little bit of a workout, but it's fun. You know, he's only 25 pounds right now. He's not, <laughs> he's not good. huge. He's still a puppy. Yeah. So. But I've had so Bernese Mountain now. Dogs. I've had a bunch of Bernese Mountain Dogs, so I know mm -hmm. the they they get lazy very quickly. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally motions for me like, "Hey, pick me up now, pick me up. We're we're, we're gonna, you know, I don't want to walk any yeah. further." So I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> great." He's got a lot to say today, also. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about what we've been watching in the last week. Uh, we've had a little bit of downtime. So, Greg, what have you been watching? Uh, this week I watched Homecoming season two because nice. I loved that? season one. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, if you guys are really captivated by season one, you keep your expectations in check for this season. It, I, uh. Uh, it's it's great writing. Uh, it's executed brilliantly through the camera. The lens, everything through the lens is great. Uh, it felt like a, I was watching like Dude, Where's My Car, directed by Alfred Hitchcock. But <laughs> there's, n I'm, I, I can't I can't stress this enough. There really isn't much there. It's very thin this season. Mm -hmm. It almost felt, I don't know. I'm going to look up everything. I, immediately after I finished the season, I was like, what happened? Because it feels like, uh, one, it's only, it's very short. It's seven episodes, mm -hmm. I think, or seven to eight. Ep it's seven episodes around like the, it's just about like the 30 minutes each. Last season was 10 episodes. This season, it's it feels like you're watching just, if you, you can get through it in probably a day and day and a half if you wanted to. If you wanted to just mm -hmm. take your time and you go through it through, through a weekend, I would recommend that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just a long three hour, three and a half hour long movie for so, what yeah, it is. It I'm doesn't wrong. have much in there. 
Correct me if I'm wrong. It's a departure from season one, right? It's completely different. Nope. Almost completely nope. different. Nope. What? Not completely nope. different. It's oh. it, uh, without going into spoilers. I will uh-huh. say that Julia Roberts' character. Uh, it was already announced that she did not return, but the storyline follows what happened after that. The aftermath of oh. a few questions we have for a few characters of whether or not what they know about the project at Geist. Um, but it seems like this season just took its time, and it felt like I was watching a prequel to season two. It, oh, I felt like I. It, it's just there are little things they kept from last season. The way they the the uh, the thematic devices they used, and the way they had to you know box it to make it. it some people thought that was a little pretentious. How they would box it every time they went back in time mm-hmm. to show like this is in the past and this is in the future. Uh, so they got rid of that and just had everything that starts in, in uh, present day begin in the first episode. Then they go back for the rest of the season <laughs> until how does they it uh, feel. How does it feel without Julia Roberts? Oh, it's it's fine. It's totally okay. <laughs> fine. Janelle Monae. Because again, uh, everything's done through the edit. You enjoying uh, Janelle Monae's performance? Is she good in it? She's great. She's amazing. Uh, but with that said, all the characters they really don't have much to do. It, it's mm-hmm. all done through the edit and just the camera. Uh, not much exposition. So I love that. But the thing is, the story itself, it just there's not much there. Uh, I wanted mm-hmm. more uh, to say anything. It's like it's great, but I just wanted a little bit more. They kind of just they it's for whatever reason. I don't know what happened, but uh, the story has a great ending that I cannot talk about but this all feels like it could have been done in maybe like one or two episodes and then we could have had a whole nother story go from there because it seems like they kind of went back to give you the same you already know the twist of everything from last season there's nothing new here with those twists but it does have a great finale I will say that Hmm. they got a great finale cool awesome um Ryan what are you watching so we talked about it last time. I finished The Last Dance. I think a lot of us did. Um, excellent documentary mm-hmm. series on ESPN. That was a lot of fun and it kind of uh, gave me my uh, you know, sports fix since we have no sports um, at the moment. Um, and then I also talked yeah. about this last time, mm-hmm. but I finished, I finished Dave, um, which oh, I found really, it? really, 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 really good. It kind, of, it kind of surprised me how much I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't just, uh, when you think of Little Dicky, I think I mentioned it before, uh, you know, kind of weird rap lyrics. Uh, you don't know if he's being serious. He's kind of being like, you know, making fun of, of, of white rappers, kind of up and coming white rappers. But like it actually had a little heart to it. And um, there's a couple uh, episodes that kind of went on a tangent and kind of dealt with some of the characters like mount- mental illness and kind of just the struggles of people with different backgrounds. And um, apparently the actor actually does suffer from um, being bipolar uh, and it was all like the whole subject matter was about that and it was actually really touching. Um, so I was like kind of mm-hmm. shocked, kind of, it, it, I wasn't prepared for that type of, for that kind of tangent and that kind of like direction for the season to go. So I highly recommend it, even if maybe uh, Lil Dicky or like his type of music, kind of like you're, you're kind of turned off by it. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was really awesome and it ended on a, on a, on a great high note, uh, a nice little like freestyle at the end. It kind, of, it kind of channeled a little bit of like eight mile kind of feeling, um, <laughs> but it had like some heart to it. It wasn't just like, you know, silly, uh, you know, uh, jokes for the sake of just making fun of people or anything like that. So, yeah. oh, cool. I'm definitely considering it now that people have finished it and have said like, yeah, it's, the whole thing's worth watching because I just want that's All what right. I wanted to know. Ultimately, yeah, in is, totality, it, is it worth the whole ride? Yeah, yeah if you watch, I, I, I kind of you have to stick with it. Right. Like and it's like half hour episodes, so it's not like too. it's, you know, it kind of goes moves pretty fast and. I know it got picked up for a second mm-hmm. season because it was so um, it got such great ratings and critically acclaimed. So um, yeah, I think give it a shot if you if if, um, if you want to get you know go on like a fun ride. It's pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
So but going back to The Last Dance, since we all watched that, um, how did you feel that it closed up um, as a whole? And what was your take on like how everyone was represented? Because I saw some uh, other players in the NBA kind of making their own comments on social media about how it was represented and how um, Jordan was put in this positive light. Um, what's your take on it? Um, you know, I think it's difficult. Obviously, Jordan, some people have issue with like Jordan being an executive producer and kind of, you know, co-signing and, and giving the okay on all this, but you're not going to get this story without Jordan's approval. So, and I, I don't think yeah. that he meddled too much in it. Like it was, he pretty much like a lot of stuff was in there. I mean, I think that if you, if you, a lot of things that made the cut, you'd be like, wow, I can't believe Jordan, like let that be said about him or let that, you know, that kind of truth that, that, that side of him be shown. And, um, I think unfairly some of the players that Aren't aren't really enjoying like how they were how they came across in the in the documentary like Horace Grant or Scottie Pippen. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I do I do see their side and think that kind of some some people when you're playing with Jordan you just kind of get pushed to the side you know and that, that that person Michael Jordan like owns the spotlight <laughs> and this is part of the deal with him like similar like Kobe Bryant it's like some of these guys are very polarizing they're not like the nicest teammates the greatest teammates but they do they they're yeah. like on a different level of just like drive and motivation and they're not there to make friends right they're just there mm -hmm. to win at all costs right. so um i you know I, I was talking with matt elfring in our in our slack and you know we were just both kind of saying like wow horace grant really got the short end of the stick here because he underrated like, yeah he was a huge part <laughs> of mm -hmm. the chicago bulls especially in the early 90s that first run and and to just kind of you know he's like a, a side a side like player or a role player but like he still made like a huge difference and 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 got jordan you know helped get jordan those championships so you know it's it's it sucks you, you want even more time to kind of hear from everyone and hear a lot more for people you know and like there's just not enough time to kind of do that and like i said before i mentioned this like i would have done what i would have been fine with another like 10 hours of this you know just get interview everybody from every perspective yeah, and I'm like, there's no shortage of opinions that I would have like loved to uh, to 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 find out and hear about because it kind of paints a better picture of Michael Jordan, the man and the player. Yeah, mm. agreed. Greg, do you think that we'll get any other documentaries in the same vein about any other part of the NBA or different sports? <laughs> I don't know about the NBA, but they're doing yeah. one for Tom Brady. Uh, mm. I just found that out there. Yeah, so get ready for every, uh, any sports start. Peyton Manning's probably going to want one. Who else? Mm. No, actually, Manning <laughs> won't do this. Man, I think he's he's not going to do it, but I feel like Brett Favre, he guaranteed he'll do one. Um, now, back to the NBA. Uh, I would like to see KG. Uh, I want to see a Kevin Garnett story. That's uh, that's the one I, that one's for like, uh, hey, uh, let's get HBO, let's get Showtime to do it. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, th the key with these is that you kind of have to, if you're the athlete and it's as hard as it is, you kind of have to like, step to the side and let some like maybe unsavory things come to light and be told like truthfully, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't come across like an infomercial for yourself, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a biopic, any biopic almost. I hate them all. This is one one thing about <laughs> me. I absolutely despise most, almost all biopics, even all the way from like, I love Ray for the music, but I mean, at the end of the day, there's still, the stories, these stories aren't real. Walk the line. They're they're giving you a little part of it. It's not the real story of these people. <laughs> so you got to take it with a grain of salt. There's too many times I walk out of a theater and I hear people saying to themselves, you know, that actually happened. They're just like that. And it, it did not. <laughs> no, it, it did not. just like that. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> yeah. 
Very true. Um, yeah, so I finished Upload. We had a video on nice. GameSpot Universe uh, from Chris Hayner who said that it was a must-watch, and I, I agree. I think it's a lot of fun. I finished the entire season, and I was looking forward to every single new episode. I, I really enjoyed it. And so it's from one of the creators of The Office, um, and it stars... Um, Robbie and Mel, and it's really, really fun. Um, but I, it had some heart to it, and it had some sci-fi elements to Robbie it, Amel. and I really think it was definitely worth watching. Have nice. either of you checked nice. it out at all? That's that's the guy who's his brother, Green Arrow. His brother right? is Green yeah. Arrow. Yes. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Not I have yet. it on my list. Dave I and Uploader next. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to take yeah. a look at it. It's on my. It's definitely on my list because I've heard great things, and Chris Chris said it was fantastic. One of the best newer shows. Yeah, and it's a quick watch, too. Also, 30-minute episodes, sometimes shorter. But yeah, the whole season was a breeze to get through, and now they're going to have a season two, so I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Nice. I would say this, too, as a little nod. Um, Bring up The Great. Uh, Mm. uh, This show, it's very lush. It's extremely funny. Um, I didn't know Nicholas Holt had this much uh, humor in him (laughs) at all, so I'll just (laughs) leave it at that. It's a a faux uh, uh i don't it's a faux miniseries on uh catherine the great uh, in russia um some things are real some things aren't and that's all <laughs> i'll say <laughs> but it's great i've only gotten through two episodes so far nice all right now on to this just in so the first one is a psa because uncut gems is now on netflix in the u.s uh i didn't know it was coming to netflix i'm very pleased that it's there because now I can watch it uh, for free. Um, so this is, if you're not familiar with it, it's Adam Sandler's best, one of his best performances. I- I'll leave it to you guys since you saw it. Do you think it's his best performance ever or like best in many years? Since Punch Drunk Love. Uh, yeah, and then you can, those two roles can battle it out. I even like his role in Spanglish. It's great mm-hmm. there too. Whenever you give Adam Sandler something to work with, he will act. The thing is, he's a great actor. He'll do it when he wants to. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> when he wants yeah, we, to. We knew he had this this gear to, to, to get to, but it's kind of fun to see him work with like younger directorial talent, like the Safdie brothers. Mm-hmm. And the vision that they had, you know, it took them years. I think it took them like 10 years to make this film because they had different rewrites different, of the script and then different, yeah, different players involved. Yep. Yeah. Like Kobe at um, one point. Yeah, Kobe at one point, wow. Amari Stoudemire at one point, um, but it turned out to be Kevin Garnett. And I, I think the one thing that I, when I watched this movie, I mean, Greg, you and I saw a screening of it and we were just, it's one of those anxiety induced, like just roller coaster, like uh. nonstop. <laughs> you and I were kind of like squirming in our chairs, like looking, like oh, couldn't no. like, yeah. look at the screen, like. <laughs> But I like that. I, I, I like that feeling where I'm like, we're, this is going to end horribly and I'm here to watch it. And, and he just he, his performance is, if, you're, if anything, just for the performance of Adam Sandler alone, it, it's just it's incredible. So wow. damn good. But that's also a, a fair warning uh, yes. if you're yeah. not comfortable with that type it is of a, thing. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. the Safdie, Safdie brothers were waiting for this moment for it to hit Netflix because you knew damn well everyone was going to go, oh, look, an Adam Sandler movie. Let's check oh, this right. one out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and but all what they is got interesting was, is cool. a lot of the thumbnails on, on Netflix or on uh, social media, it's of Kevin Garnett and the, and the, ge- and the actual gem, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that makes so, sense. Yeah, it's kind of and, and honest, like the sports as a sports fan, it's very very realistic. I mean, some of the gambling's a little bit crazy and far fetched, but it feels very very rooted in 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 real life, like the whole universe yeah. that they created here, and the fact that they even used like real life people who aren't even actors for some of the side performances here, for some of the you know in the Diamond District and all that kind of stuff, and um, it just feels yeah. really authentic. And if you liked Good Time, which I loved, um, 
this was maybe maybe not quite as good as as I enjoyed good good time, but it was like it's it's in similar vein and spirit and um yeah same roller Netflix, coaster no brainer you have to watch it if you have Netflix right now. Got it. Yeah, I guess I finally will watch it, even though I'm I'm afraid of the it's, anxiety induced. Yeah. It's intense. Again, well, I, I want to stress this yeah. enough. It's intense. Oh my uh, goodness! All right, I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Okay. The next story we have is that the Justice League Snyder Cut is a thing, and it's releasing on HBO Max in 2021. Uh, it's later, a thing, guys. guys. Bye. It's a, it's Peace. Real. Snyder yeah. Cut's real. <laughs> it's actually. Turns happened. out it's real. <laughs> <laughs> the internet had it made it happen. Wow. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. Everyone's been raging for the Snyder Cut, and here it is, it's coming. Um, so this is a different cut of the movie from the original director, Zack Snyder, and he announced it'll be debuting on HBO Max in 2021. Uh, he said that it's an entirely new thing, in quotes, and that uh, in terms of what the theatrical cut was, it was probably one-fourth of what he did. So he left the project, um, and he had an unfinished cut that had no visual effects or post-production work done to it, but um, after a screening that they had for Warner Brothers and DC executives, they were interested, so they're moving forward with this. The timeline's a little foggy. Um, Snyder said that he's reached out to some of the cast, letting them know they might be called upon to help complete the project, and also they're having negotiations with those who can complete the visual effects and post-production. Um, so it's happening. It's, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of this? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty think, nuts how... Yeah. how a, a movie can just kind of change Ugh. and the process of filmmaking, like a whole different entity can come out of it. And then like by popular demand, and I think the landscape of us kind of being stuck at home and now all these streaming services popping up, it's like kind of the perfect storm for something like this to happen. Agreed. Yeah. Um, also, just about the format, uh, we're not sure how it's gonna be presented. Like it could be a four hour cut of the film or it could be a six episode chapter as if it were like a TV series. Greg, what okay. do you think of that? What would you okay. prefer? Sure, yeah, I don't care, honestly, if you gave me <laughs> <laughs> either or, because this movie has now taken on a life of its own in a different way, no matter what happens yeah. here. Um, to look at it through a lens of like, oh, I thought it was great, it should be, you know, just you know, to take your critic glasses on and you know look at the film it's gonna be tough to do it that way no matter what happens because people are, have been waiting for this film forever so no matter what happens they're gonna look at it you could have um henry cavill's face could be coming off of his his mustache can be moving all over his face and someone's gonna say 10 out of 10 greatest movie of all time <laughs> it, it does not matter uh, at this point uh, so i can't wait to see just what, what the hell it is and how money? much are they there it's a waste of money i, I mean that's the, <laughs> the other thing yeah, here it, too. yeah so it, it might cost more than 30 million dollars to finish apparently yeah. is that cool not my money so you know what go do whatever you guys want to do it's not my money you want to make it burn I mean, it's just i can see the joker now burning that cash it's the same thing <laughs> oh my gosh but it kind of makes sense for HBO to do this and have like, I, I know it might not sound like it, but it's like their own tentpole event almost. It's like their their reason, mm -hmm. it's your, it's just the reason for you True. to download the app and sign up for it. And if, and if you get sucked into that, I mean, we all know Justice League was not a good film. I mean, Mike Rougeau is gonna kill me for saying this, is one of his favorites, but, um, I don't, and the chances are that this is not going to be that good, but it's still kind of one of those things where you have to you you want to hey, watch it even though it's gonna it might be a train wreck. Like you want to see what's going to happen. You kind of want to see yeah. how it's going to. I'm going to watch it day one. I got to see what happens. I got to oh, watch. Yeah. We're day all going to watch it. It might be great. <laughs> yeah. Let's not just leave that out there. It might be great. You know, it's, it films are subjective. Hey, it mm -hmm. might True. be great. 
Um, but from what we saw prior, it, it, it's 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 an uphill battle uh, to get the critics to come uh, around to this. And I already see the arguments from fans and critics saying they don't love real movies. I can see all of this now playing out, and I just want to hit the eject button and cast off and say goodbye guys you, you take care of this one but for now uh let's see where this goes it's happening it's real there's a snyder cut okay <laughs> it'll, be in, it'll be interesting get to ready see guys how, it'll be interesting to see how you know other filmmakers how you know other studios might approach this if or we're um, seeing a david I mean, every, every director yeah. has their own cut every director has like their vision of what they did and the studios jump in and they kind of tear stuff apart some people obviously have you know full control but uh, suicide squad few. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. so. Who gets who gets who gets the opportunity to remake I mean, their stuff and remix? I would it like and fix it. You know, I, I want to see yeah, a Suicide Squad money, right? cut. Yeah, I, yeah. I think a Suicide <laughs> Squad would be cool because again, that cut was done by a. If I remember correctly, it was done by a like a um, not a music video, a trailer company, a trailer right. editing <laughs> company took over pretty much the majority of that film. So I don't know. Give it back to the director and see what happens. It, if it they felt have like time, a music video sure. Or a trailer too. Yep. Yes, it did. From beginning to end. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, was it forgettable! But I'm I'm looking forward to James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, though. I think oh, that'll yeah. be that'll be Me better too. for sure. Yes. Yeah. All right, on to our last story of the day. Uh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia has reached 15 seasons. Uh, wow. It's been renewed for season 15, and now it's the longest-running live-action sitcom by season count in American TV history. That is bananas guys because i know i've seen my share of sitcoms that have run their course a little too long um and then there have been some that like were gone too soon but um what do you think makes it's always sunny so special that it has lasted the test of time i think it's just the the group that they're they're, you know they're friends but like uh creative partners before any of this happened and they've been able to kind of keep that that kind of community of creativity together and intact and have uh, it's, it feels like they have like a lot of fun doing what they do and the freedom mm-hmm. to do kind of anything and, just, and get mm-hmm. kind of wacky. I kind of fell off the show a few years back, but I remember, I mean, I it was some, it's some of the funniest, Same. it's some of the funniest stuff ever. And it's kind of shocking that it's been around that long. Like I'm you, I was yeah. shocked to hear that. You could pick it back yeah. up right now too. Yeah. It's still as funny. Yeah, I've I've seen sure. episodes and my partners watch episodes in the background. I absolutely adore that show. So it can keep going. That I think that also totally. says something great about just FX as a whole. Uh, mm-hmm. for that show to stay around this long. We're seeing the same thing happen with American Horror Story. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so we're, we're this season is probably not gonna happen this year. So, okay, don't worry about that. You'll be back next year with another show added on to it. Uh, what we do yeah. in the shadows is coming back as well for a third season. That show already feels like it's gonna have 10 seasons. So I can't wait. It yeah, easily FX, could. <laughs> FX seems to kind of surround themselves and kind of support artists um, that have like a unique and particular vision Mm-hmm. And they kind of step out of they kind of step out of the way, right? It feels yeah. like at least as for the consumer, like with like devs, they, like yeah. with devs, like with mm-hmm. um, Atlanta, you know, with mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. what was it, Lodge Forty Nine? I never watched it, but I heard great things about it. and It was kind of quirky and out there. They mm-hmm. they kind of like let people like bring an idea, bring a show, and kind of like just like it's they created this very 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 cool kind of curated um, level of level of show that like, kind of we can't really find anywhere else. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but yeah, uh, 
As far as what the creators think of this, uh, Rob McElhenney said, for us, we have a short checklist. Do we still enjoy it? Are we still having fun? Are we still stretching ourselves creatively? And is the audience still there? Uh, it seems like all the boxes keep getting checked, so we should keep coming back. Makes sense, yeah, as long <laughs> as they're having a good time. Awesome. Just keep this train going. I just wonder how money. many seasons they could do. Yeah, money. <laughs> I don't know how. I, I just I, wonder how long this could go. Get to <laughs> 20. Just get to 20. <laughs> You're almost there. <laughs> Try to outlive SVU. Years. Try to outlive SVU. That's going to be tough. I don't know if they're going to be doing it. I think Mariska Hargit, she's already, uh, I think, the longest running TV character. She beat Frasier wow. uh, a while back, too. So I, I think they're going to keep it going. And now that we have uh, Stabler coming out soon, I can't, which is, I hope it's in hard R when that finally happens. But, um, <laughs> I hope so, too. So that could run a long time, too. So I can't wait. All right, that leads us to the last section of the show, which is You Should Be Watching. And this week, we're telling you what you should be watching on HBO Max. If you decide to get HBO Max, Mm -hmm. that leads us to our first question. What is HBO Max, right? So it's a new streaming service. Um, It's from Warner Media, And so it's not just HBO content. It also has content from Warner Brothers, Crunchyroll, DC, TNT, and more. Um, We have a full list of what's included on GameSpot. But... Um, It's different from HBO Go, and it's different from HBO Now. HBO Go is for cable subscribers. HBO Now is a standalone HBO streaming service of just HBO content. If you're still with me, um, (laughs) HBO Max is new. um, But if you're wondering if you should get it, if you already have HBO Now, don't get anything because you already have it. Um, So those who subscribe to HBO Max prior to the launch will also get HBO Now, and current HBO Now subscribers will get HBO Max at launch. So that's the good news if you've already got HBO Now, um, which we do, so that's exciting. Um, so there is not a tiered pricing system here. Um, it's ad-free, and the, the base cost, like the only cost is $15 a month, which is kind of steep, because yeah. there's a lot of streaming services, right? So like you kind of have to pick Too and many. choose which ones you want. Um, they're gonna have this on phones, tablets, Mac, PC, streaming, media players, smart TVs, and game consoles. So that leads me to the question of would you guys actually get it in addition to all the other streaming services or would you swap one out? Would you? What would you drop to get HBO Max? Oh, oh man. Uh, at this moment, I don't know if I would drop anything. I, I feel like mm-hmm. it was, yeah, they're gonna have to convince me because I'm at a point now where I have everything set up the way I like it. Um, <laughs> A uh, big TV. I know I sound like I'm a boomer right now. I like that. No change. I, I totally understand. <laughs> no. I've got my apps already downloaded. I just switch. Yeah. I only have these few things that I look at. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they have a good catalog. I'll say that much. And mm-hmm. I, I will say this is a first world problem right now still is that 4K, okay. even though that's a big turn off for me. If uh, they, they announce there's not much 4K at the moment. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. just, I'll wait. If, if I didn't already have it, because I have uh, Hulu's plan so it's uh attached to but hbo is attached to hulu and apparently it's just going to switch right over uh to hbo max under that account so i don't have to do anything at all um so we'll see where it goes and on top of that uh we'll go into it later what's on there that we were waiting for so i won't say anything now but there's one show that yes i will watch it because of that one show ryan are you immediately sold on this or are you skeptical if you didn't have HBO Now. No, yeah. I think if, if you didn't have HBO Now, it's kind of, it's a steep ask, I think. I think 15 bucks, um, which is like the highest end of Netflix, right? 15 bucks. Yes. For the it's like a dollar less than the highest. Yeah, right, yeah the right. highest so, was 4K mm-hmm. Netflix. Right. So, I mean, that, that's that's a lot. And then once, like you're talking about, you know, at a time like this when everyone's stuck at home and, you know, job security is kind of uh, sketchy and, and, and scary right now, the climate and uh, you know, if you, you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have, the, I mean, this this adds up. Now it's back to your regular cable bill that everyone wants, everyone wants to get away from. 
Um, but if yeah. you already have HBO now, and like me, I grew up kind of um, with all the HBO properties, with The Sopranos, with The Wire, with Game of Thrones. You know, like I, I loved everything that ga- that HBO um, has produced uh, in house, and now all the Warner Brothers stuff. All that, you know, they even have Looney Tunes on this. I mean, it's incredible. They have, and while I'm more of like a Marvel person, so I have the Disney Plus and it's much cheaper for, to find some Marvel stuff. Um, yeah. You know, the DC stuff, it's different and it's interesting and it's kind of, you know, it's not always the same as good quality of the Marvel stuff. I, I prefer the Marvel, but it's still, a, a, there's a lot, there's a lot there to it's watch. It's getting there. I, it's getting better. And I yeah. think they're going to have Doom some. Patrol like, is pretty some, good. Yeah, they're going to have some like, classic like Criterion Channel stuff too. So, I mean, it's a mm-hmm. vast library mm-hmm. and I think that they're, going to curate like what's the best stuff and kind of slowly release it instead of just kind of turning on a button and saying here's everything that we have they're going to kind of slowly release stuff as um as they see fit yeah 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 the, um what, you mentioned what? doom patrol greg so yeah i yeah. hadn't even watched it so i'm excited that i'll be able to finally watch it because i oh. like i just it was just one less thing to worry about i didn't get dc universe um yeah. but season two is going to drop on hbo max on june 25th so yeah i've heard plenty of good things and now i can finally watch it so i'm, I'm glad that i'll be able to access this dc stuff was it a good show yes doom patrol of course uh, i <laughs> that was their uh, I, I'm trying to think of something else at the time. Umbrella Academy came out right when Doom Patrol did, or around the same mm-hmm. time. Uh, it, and um, sadly enough, Umbrella Aca- Academy didn't keep my attention the way Doom Patrol did. The characters were f- mm. absolutely fleshed out 100%. And on top of that, Brendan Fraser was amazing. <laughs> Everyone, the cast from top to bottom on season one, was pretty damn good. Uh, I can't wait for season two. Um, so with that, I, I will say that I am happy that they've moved everything over to uh, from DC. I don't know what's left because I know Swamp Thing is has is like hit or miss. Uh, I loved it, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's coming back. I think they did cancel it after the first go. I think so too. Uh, I yeah. think they canceled it after the pilot uh, actually. <laughs> but um, rest in peace. Yeah, sorry. Um, so I don't know <laughs> what what the hell the rest of their slate's gonna look like in the future, especially with the CW stuff because I think they're gonna try to like. They're adding CW stuff all. to HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. and the characters mm-hmm. are going to start to interact with each other at some point in the future as well. So I, hmm. it could get even more confusing or or great. It could be something like Marvel. <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> or it opens up a whole new world of crossovers. <laughs> I'm oh hey, we'll I, <laughs> I don't know if that I'm crossover down. is going to work with Doom Patrol and anything <laughs> and any character from CW. Maybe Constantine would work, but I don't know about anybody yeah. else. Um, but yeah, this is Riverdale. Yes, <laughs> Riverdale Doom Patrol. Let's do it. Riverdale Doom Patrol. I love Archie's it. Archie's dead. <laughs> and then you need to go get Sabrina though from Gotta Netflix get to go get him. Mm-hmm. So now, so okay, well. <laughs> all right, Ryan, what are you recommending people watch at launch on HBO Max okay. if they um, do decide to get it? Yeah, so I was checking out this list, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's tons of like classic films to watch or rewatch if you've already seen them, but Citizen Kane, Casablanca, Seven Samurai, Bonnie and Clyde, The Shining. Um, for American Horror Story fans who just followed our breakdowns on Freak Show, um, they have the film Freaks, the 1932 uh, film that is basically completely inspires the season of uh-huh. Freak Show. That'd be one that I would recommend. Um, and of course, like I mentioned, this, the series, I mean, now's the time to rewatch like The Sopranos, uh, Deadwood, who has my favorite actor mm-hmm. of all time, Tilly, Timothy Oliphant in it. <laughs> 
Yes. 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 The yes. Oliphant. I'm yes. Not mad at Deadwood. That. Nope. Uh, Coming to Mandalorian season two, Timothy Oliphant. Hell yeah, one of the best ever. Uh, <laughs> the Wire, of course. That's a that's a that's a, mm-hmm. a, a classic. One of the best TV shows ever. And I think that um, Greg mentioned this off camera before. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. The entire mm-hmm. show. I mean, come on. That's like a no brainer yes. to watch. That's going to be the new Office. You're going to yeah. put that on the background all the time now. It's replacing the Office for everybody, I think, or at least our age range. Um, and also another one on that list that you didn't bring up that um, I'm upset about is uh, Mama's Family. That's now on there. So they, they've won the streaming war. As long as, I'm, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, they've won. It's over now. Mama's Family's she's home. It's happened. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> I, I love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I could watch that in syndication all day, every day. Um, yeah. Any, I could just tune to any episode at any time and I love it but yep. also like they, they have those very special episodes too that like just make you cry or like oh, don't yeah. say it don't do it don't yeah, talk I, about I, it I, I know I it's when you're talking about it I won't do it I can't do it but I, I will rewatch those and I will cry again every single time it always gets me yeah. <laughs> damn um, alright I also want to recommend um, one of the originals that's coming out at launch um, there's going to be six originals announced for launch um, but my favorite one is the not too late show with Elmo um, I love late night shows and this one <laughs> looks adorable very cute. Yeah. it looks so <laughs> cute if you watch the trailer um, you'll see how cute it looks um, but Elmo is hosting his own talk show, and he's got Cookie Monster at his side, kind of like, I guess, his Andy Richter is Cookie Monster, which is fantastic to me. I think that's a great idea. Um, But they've got um, guests coming on that they've already taped uh, with John Mulaney, John Oliver, Blake Lively, uh, Jimmy Fallon, the Jonas Brothers. So it should be a pretty good, wholesome time. So I recommend that, and I love Elmo. Um, You're never too old or too young for Elmo, I think. So I think that'll be fun for everybody. Um, and then I want to recommend the Studio Ghibli Animated Library because I was so oh, jealous yes. that everyone overseas got it on Netflix and we did not because they were holding it for HBO Max. So I can finally watch all of those movies. Um, they have over 21 films that are going to be added to HBO Max. I recommend starting with My Neighbor Totoro, uh, Spirited Away, and Kiki's Delivery Service if you don't know where to start. But if you're just a fan, just watch all of them because you can't cool. go wrong. They're all good. Okay. I'll start with Kiki. And I haven't seen that one. Yes. Kiki's, Kiki's so good. You're going to love it. Um, and then there's quite and a House. few Batman movies also. Um, some of the ones that they, we mentioned were the best ones on, on this very podcast that uh, Tamor mentioned. Um, Mask of the Phantasm and The Dark Knight Returns are going to be on there. And also I want to shout out the Lego Batman movie that I didn't mention in that episode because that's yes. also going to be available. And it's a really good movie. So it's great. watch all the Batman movies and have fun. So hell yeah, that's what I recommend. Uh, Greg, <laughs> anything else you want to recommend? Oh, well, okay, after Mama's Family? Not really, no. Um, I, I also <laughs> recommend... They, If you haven't seen it in a long time, I would say one of the greatest westerns of all time is going to be on there, too, The Searchers. Uh, so John Ford's mm-hmm. Searchers, so it's his best film. I've never seen it. So give that a shot if you haven't seen it before. You're going to watch and go, damn, I didn't know it was this... Uh, it's it's that good. It's, <laughs> it's one of the best westerns you'll ever see. So that's all I'll say about that. It's incredible. <laughs> So if you want a full list of what's coming in June, we've got that on GameSpot for you. But there's plenty of like themed binge watching that you can do on HBO Max if you decide to get it. So let us know in the comments if you're thinking about getting it or if you've already started using it, what you think of it. 
That does it for this episode of You Should Be Watching. If you've got any questions, comments, or anything you want to talk to us about, reach out to us. You can do it over email at ysbw at gamespot.com. That's ysbw at gamespot.com. You can also listen to this very podcast if you're watching it right now. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us already, watch it on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash gamespotuniverse. Uh, Ryan and Greg, what do you guys have coming up? Some more American Horror Story, don't we, Greg? A lot more. <laughs> no, yes, we are Keeps starting. We're starting with Hotel, and we're going to wake. Uh, finally, we will finally get to the season I've been waiting for, Roanoke. Uh, but for now, we're going to do Hotel. I can't wait because uh, I want to give it another shot anyways. I want to see it fresh, clear, and then we can just start breaking it down episode by episode and see how we feel about it this time around. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm not going to say I planned it this way, but it's timed perfectly for Lady Gaga's new release of Chromatica. Um, so <laughs> listen to Chromatica and watch Hotel with us. <laughs> Rain on me. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, it's so good. That video is so good. If you have not seen the new Lady Gaga hey, Ariana Grande video. Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Yep. It's really good. <laughs> but that song is a banger. Um, but yeah, this is not a music podcast, but just watch it anyway. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Chastity underscore V. Ryan. I'm at Ryan Eric P. And Greg. Uh, Greg Spot Thomas. All right. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye.